probably one of the reasons I love swimming so much is because I can meet my besties, who luckily have all discovered a love of submerging themselves in salt water in recent years. Post-swim chats often involve solving the world's problems over some homemade scones or cakes or cookies, of course. We often spend hours debating why so many women, perhaps of a certain age too, have taken to the water in much larger numbers than men. You only need to go to any organised swim to see the women outnumber the men there by multiples of five or six. We've largely come to the conclusion that it's down to a number of factors. The chance to leave the chores or the desk behind where nobody can text or call you for that hour you're in the water. The love of immersing yourself in nature, leaving the kids or the husband behind to be with like-minded friends and the wonderful sense of freedom in abandoning your clothes for either light togs or a dark uniform of neoprene that hides all your imperfections. We came to the conclusion that it was some or all of the above and that was one of the conversations we had yet again last weekend as we made our way to one of our favourite annual swims, the Great Fjord Swim in Killary Harbour in a magnificent setting on the Galway-Mayo border. The swim, organised by Gale Force, is the biggest organised swimming event in Ireland and draws hundreds of competitors from all around Ireland and beyond for the 750 metre, 2 kilometre and 3.9 kilometre routes in the fjord. The two shorter routes are started by jumping from a boat, which is half the fun. We chose the 2 kilometre and in this short podcast, we let you join us for part of the trip to Galway as I chat in the car about the upcoming swim with two of my best friends, Balanced Spittle Woman Blonnet O'Regan, our chauffeur, and Douglas Woman Anne Scallon, and my old school buddy, who's now living in Timaleek. scenery and the socializing and the um the the crack yeah. and, and why, why did you take up swimming um i guess i've always been a swimmer but just not a very good one and i suppose i used to sit on the shore and look at the people out doing what i would have termed proper swimming in quotes and think ah geez you know i should have done that earlier i should have learned to swim properly or you know because i kind of learned to swim the irish way just throwing yourself in at the beach and never learning a stroke you know and then during the first covid during the first lockdown there was somebody local doing swimming lessons open water swimming lessons and i decided to give it a go because you know there wasn't that much else to do and after the first lesson i was hooked you know and um yeah and just went on from there really what is it about um, what is it about open water swimming do you think planet what, what do you find oh, about it? I, I think the the I, I did a good bit of length, swim, length swimming in swimming pools and it got very tedious and monotonous um, um, and, but when you're out in the open water just the the freshness of it the the um, the just the, the 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 salt water I think is is more special than any other kind of water. Um, so and the social aspect. And I'm absolutely, sure. absolutely, yeah. So it was something that when when I moved back from Dublin, that it was a lovely way to to catch up with yourself and um, 
and anytime I go swimming, I say I must go more often. Maybe next year. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're living outside Bandon now, so what are your yeah. sweet spots for swimming? I know Loch Nine is a good distance, but there's yeah. other. Yeah, so um, um, I I love Gardstown and Gary Lucas with the, the waves, although it's probably not good swimming, but it's good splashing around, so that's my, I love, I love that, and when we, I'm, I'm from around there originally, so when we were growing up, we always loved going to Sandy Cove, because you could jump in off the, off the, the wall when the tide was in, um, and... Now Sandy Cove is famous for like a really proper swim yeah it? yeah there was none of that going on back in <laughs> <laughs> um and then in in Chidani and I, I actually I really like Red Strand as well and I want to get over to the the um sauna the sauna one of the one of these weekends and um and you're kind of into mindfulness you're a coach so do you think there's like comparisons between swimming and an element of mindfulness to, to the whole thing yeah definitely um i think you know in your swim you can only be in your swim you know and you have to be in your swim if you know what i mean and it's it's a good place to really focus your mind you know because you have to be totally present in your body and that's really what mindfulness is all about it's paying attention to the present moment um whatever you're doing in that present moment so swimming is very good for grounding you in the present moment you know and and noticing sensation like whether it's the water on your face or the freezingness of the water you know all of those things noticing all of those sensations in your body and and noticing your reactions to them as well you know when it's cold how do you respond to that what do you do with that um you know and i think that's i find that really interesting there's any reason why you see an awful lot of gangs of women together swimming nowadays much more so than gangs of men really or men can be a bit more competitive and women seem to be a little bit more in it for the the friendship mm, yeah definitely um and we were even commenting on that earlier and um you know that it, it can be a great way to just connect with people and i think it's interesting that there are a lot of women you know around our age shall we say <laughs> you know um who, you know, kind of 40s, 50s, who maybe have a little bit more time now at the weekends. They're not maybe ferrying people here, there and everywhere, and they've got a little bit more space in their lives to do something for themselves. But it can be hard to kind of connect with people at this age as well. And it's a great way to just have that connection that's, you know, kind of irrespective of what you do for a living or, you know, where you live or what you do outside of the swim. You just, you're just there with the water and there's something very connecting about that, I think. Yeah. yeah. And like manage your job would be kind of stressful at times too. So is it a good way to get away from stress? Oh yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. Um, and I think you, your mind, your mind just wanders and like I, I think it's probably a great place to, to come up with ideas or resolve things as well. It's just very healing. So we're on our way to a swim in on the Galway Mayo Board in this weekend. So what what are you expecting from the weekend, guys, from the swim? So unlike most of the swims we do, this one we jump off a boat. So <laughs> <laughs> So a thrill. I, yeah, so maybe a little thrill, and it's also because we don't do that very often. I remember last year being quite nervous about it, so um, 
so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I, I know what to expect this year, so I'm looking forward to it more um, because it's quite nice then to be right in the middle of the middle of the water rather than making your way out. So I think, yeah. I think, and, and people spread out very quickly, whereas when there's usually a flurry at the beginning when everyone's getting in the water and it can be very, I don't know, there's a lot of people crossing over and things like that. And again, last year, I, don't, I just think the, the more aggressive swimmers just swum off and, and the rest of us were able to get our own pace and it just was, it was, it was nicer. nicer. Yeah. yeah, it's a more gentle way to start because you're already in the water before yeah. you start. Yeah. love jumping off boats <laughs> so you know I, I like that I'm looking forward to that and I love the scenery up there you know in the fjord is just incredibly beautiful and there's a great sense of achievement you know this is kind of the most organized swim I've I ever do I did it last year as well and um, you know they have the the kind of finishing line I've never done a swim or yeah. many events with a finishing line before so that's you know for some that's a great sense of achievement for somebody who's not done a lot of sporting activities and then you know the hot whiskey afterwards is always very welcome as well and you start to see people that you've seen before at swims once you keep doing them don't you yeah 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 it's so great you might see some familiar faces and even some from cork yeah 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 and I know, even with the cork swims there was lots of people who had traveled from dublin and different parts of ireland so yeah so it's probably a small enough community yeah and i think for us one of the lovely things about this weekend is that we leave cork you know because obviously cork is fabulous and you know whoever wants to leave cork but you know we we leave for this weekend and so we have a weekend away together as well so the swim is just a part of it So, we were well on our way to Galway. The weather was warm, the night was closing in, and the next morning we woke to a dull but still balmy day. The swim went off without too much drama, but on the way back, after a detour around Connemara, we found ourselves in the middle of one of the most frightening thunder and lightning storms, somewhere outside Limerick. So apologies for the background noise, as we all attempted to pretend all was normal, despite the constant pounding on the roof of the car. So ladies, how did you oh, get on? Oh, lightning. Yeah. Oh, sorry. How did you get on yesterday? Mm, great, I think. Great. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Great fun. It was lovely conditions and a very enjoyable swim. And Blonde, you were very fast because you got your time today. So what do you yeah. do that to? Um, I think the fact that it was being measured just brought out a little bit of the more competition, competitive um, competitive the competitor in me and um and also then maybe because the maybe because it was kind of flat you kind of could see people that were passing you out so you you kind of were able to focus on people a little bit more but it was definitely just felt a bit like a more competitive um undertaking and Anne, how did you get on did you like the water i did like the water i love jumping in because uh, that's the kind of distinctive thing about the Killery Fjord Swim is you have to jump in off the boat and uh, that was great fun and the water was quite clear and it wasn't very cold which is unusual I think Fjord is supposed to be a couple of degrees colder but it was not lovely and warm mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, so it was lovely. It was great fun. There was a lot of thrashing around at the start, but I just kept to the side and then it was very nice. Really? Yeah. It was good fun and um, ladies, we were a bit disappointed we got no t-shirts. I know. Because yeah. we get a t-shirt on each swim. So we have a nice little collection built up now, nice collection. Um, but we got back and maybe because we were dilly-dallying so much and having a bit of fun, having a little hot whiskey, uh, that we were too late for the t-shirts. And now on the way back, it's thunder and lightning <laughs> in Limerick. It was and the weather up there was really nice. Yes, I mean yesterday the day of the swim was gorgeous and started off kind of misty but it cleared and it was just beautiful and everybody was hanging around afterwards. There was a gorgeous atmosphere. Yeah, it was great fun. And there was a, a nice bit of crack in the hostel last night. Yeah. And <laughs> there's no more to be said about that. <laughs> She'll remain with us. What goes on tour stays on tour. Beautiful. The, the, um building is beautiful. I talked to my brother there who worked there years ago. He said it was it, it was all totally rebuilt. So, but it's really beautiful. It's very modern. And yeah. But yet it's very, like it's in a beautiful part of the world, but it doesn't stand out, you know, it's really sympathetically well, built in the landscape, yeah, that whole which idea is gorgeous. Of blending into the landscape. Yeah. And it has a green roof on it, you know, one of those sedum roofs and it's quite low slung. So it just looked beautiful. And they've oriented it really lovely. So when you wake up in the morning, you just throw up the curtains and you're looking down the fjord, you know, which is just beautiful. Really, really lovely. So all in all, a successful weekend once we make it home safe through this thunder and lightning storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, and Anne, you met lots of people from all over the place, all swimmers. I did, Jan. That was really nice because um, I think we met people from the very top of Ireland in County Down all the way down to the bottom, you know, um, Wexford. Wexford, Cork, Dublin, Sligo, Down, Antrim, you know, that was really lovely because everybody had their own tale to tell about their own favorite swim. And, you know, we were we were exchanging stories and tips on where were nice swimming spots. And I think we've probably lured quite a few people down to West Cork, which is always good. <laughs> um, and it was lovely because the hostel threw on a dinner for us last night. and. You know, it was a really nice chance to speak <laughs> to, um, to uh, get chatting to people, you know, and share a glass of wine and hear how everybody else got on. So, yeah, it was, that was one of the really lovely parts of the weekend, to be honest, for me. So there you have it, a little taster of what to expect on an organised swim or weekend away with the girls. We had a really brilliant weekend and we're already getting ready to book for next year's Killery Great Fjord Swim. And just to let you know, yes, we did make it home, safe and sound, eventually. Thanks for listening to the Southern Stars from A to C podcast series. This episode was produced and presented by Southern Star editor Siobhan Cronin and edited by me, Dylan Mangan. This was the sixth episode focusing on sea swimming, so if you enjoyed it, please be sure to check out our other five episodes with people like author Kathy Duggan and four of the men behind the iconic Fastnet Swim. Keep an ear out for our next episode, 
featuring an interview with a man who has swam from Fastnet to Crookhaven and Bullrock to Berra, Ken O'Shea. For stories like this and more, visit southernstar.ie forward slash podcasts, where you can swim through previous episodes. And be sure to pick up a copy of this Thursday's newspaper in shops across West Cork or online via subscribe.southernstar.ie. Please rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. And thanks for listening.